Book 9, The Book of Eternal Night, Canto 1, Towards the Black Void, Section 134. So was she left alone in the huge wood, surrounded by a dim, unthinking world, her husband's corpse on her forsaken breast. She, met, she measured not her loss with helpless thoughts, nor rent with tears the marble nor rent with tears the mar nor rent with tears the marble seat of pain nor rent with tears the marble seals of pain she rose not yet to face the dreadful god over the body she loved her soul leaned out in a great stillness without stir or voice as if her mind had died with satyavan but still the human heart in her beat on Aware still of his being near to hers, closely, closely she clasped to her the mute lifeless form, as though to guard the oneness they had been, and keep the spirit still within the frame. Then suddenly there came on her the change, which in tremendous moments of our lives can overtake sometimes the human soul and hold it up towards its luminous source. The veil is torn, the thinker is no more, only the spirit sees and all is known. Then a calm power, then a calm power, seated above our brows is seen, unshaken by our thoughts and deeds. Its stillness bears the voices of the world. Immobile, it moves nature, looks on life. It shapes immutably its far-seen ends, untouched and tranquil amid error and tears, and measureless above our striving wills. Its gaze controls the turbulent whirl of things. To mate with the glory it sees, the spirit grows. The voice of life is tuned to infinite sounds. The moments on great wings of lightning come, and godlike thoughts surprise the mind of earth. In the soul's splendor and intensity, a crescent of miraculous birth is tossed, whose horn of mystery floats in a bright void as into a heaven of strength and silence, thought is ravished. All this living mortal clay is seized and in a swift and fiery flood of touches shaped by our homo is seized and in a swift and fiery flood of touches shaped by our harmonist unseen. A new sight comes, new voices in from a new sight comes, new voices in us form, a body of the music of the gods. Immortal yearnings without name leap down, large quiverings of Godhead-seeking run, and weave upon a puissant field of calm a high and lonely ecstasy of will. Then in a moment's depths was born in her, this in a moment's depths was born in her. Now to the limitless gaze disclosed that sees, things barred from human thinking's earthly lids, the spirit who had, the spirit who had hidden in nature soared out of, its out of his luminous nest within the worlds. Like a, like a vast fire it climbed the skies of night. Thus were the cords of self-oblivion torn. Like one who looks up to far heights she saw, ancient and strong as on a windless summit, above her where she had worked in her lone mind, laboring apart in a soul tower of self, the source of all which she had seemed or wrought, a power projected into cosmic space, a slow embodiment of the aeonic will, a starry fragment of the eternal truth, the passionate instrument of an unmoved power. 
A presence was there that filled the listening world. A central all assumed her bodiless life. A central all assumed her boundless life. A sovereignty, a silence, and a swiftness. One brooded over abysses, who was she? As in a choric robe of unheard sounds, a force descended trailing endless lights, linking time's seconds to infinity. Illimitably, it girt the earth in her, it sank into her soul, and she was changed. Then like a thought fulfilled by some great word, that mightiness assumed a symbol form. Her being's spaces quivered with its touch, it covered her as with immortal wings. On its lips the curve of the unuttered truth, a halo of wisdom's lightnings for its crown. It entered the mystic lotus in her head, a thousand-petaled home of power and light. Immortal leader of her mortality, do of her works and fountain of her words, invulnerable but invulnerable by time, omnipotent, it stood above her calm, immobile, mute.